Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. It is Monday, October 5th, 2020, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 26 years. Give him a call. Make an appointment. He cares about your teeth maybe more than you do. That's what you want in a dentist. 317-849-2933. It's another great Monday. We're celebrating another Colts win. They're 3-1 and one on the season, so let's do... The Monday 8 ball, 8 things to be optimistic about with the Indianapolis Colts. Not too hard to come up with a list of a solid 8. Number 1, and this is not part of the list, but let's talk about it. Nick Chubb is going to be out this Sunday for the Cleveland Browns. He's going on IR. He's going to be out maybe the next 6 weeks. As a result, the Browns running game, which tallied over 300 yards yesterday against the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to be short their bell cow. Nick Chubb, to this point, 335 yards on the season, 5.9 yards per carry, six touchdowns, and and so and he's got six plays over 20 yards, six big plays. So that is a major loss for the Browns. Good timing for the Indianapolis Colts. But let's be honest about the Browns. They're getting the yards because of that offensive line. That's a good offensive line. Are they going to be able to push the Colts around this Sunday? That's going to determine who wins this game. It's going to be the lines against one another. Whoever gets the better push, they're going to be the team that wins the day. There you go. The Colts have moved from a one-point favorite to a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, let's get to the eight ball. Number eight, the Colts' offensive line is delivering as expected. There's a lot of talk about the offensive line being mediocre yesterday. I'm not buying it. Look, the Bears... Down after down after down after down went with eight in the box. The best five are not going to be able to block eight. That's just the way it is. You got a number problem. And so that's up to Phillip Rivers to be able to deliver to his receivers in a way that penalizes the Bears. And he did that well enough yesterday to build that 19 to 3 lead. They eventually win 19 to 11. Rivers cleaned the one sack. That was a sack that he chose. He could have thrown it away. He wanted to keep the clock running and could have had one pick that Khalil Mack dropped. My God, 
that changes the entire complexion of the game. So before we get all fat and happy and talk about, my God, this defense is elite like Bob Kravitz did at the Athletic and, and how this offense is good enough to beat, you know, mediocre teams, let's remember that the Bears had the ball in their hands deep in Colts territory and Khalil Mack just flat out dropped it. The offensive line, I thought, did a good job yesterday. Against an eight-man front running for more than 100 yards, that's terrific. Number seven, Phillip Rivers is as advertised. Phillip Rivers is a game manager. Phillip is a guy who is going to lose more games than he wins. It's not, I'm not saying that the team's going to lose more often than they win. I'm saying that Phillip Rivers, by throwing interceptions, is going to negatively impact games in a way that he can't make up for by throwing deep balls. He just doesn't have that. And and he's never been that guy. He's a quick and deciphered deliverer of the football. And he's got to have receivers who are sure-handed, catch it, and get big yak. Because if you don't get big yak, you're not going to get big yards. Yesterday, he threw uh, 29 times. I like to see him under 30. Because if you're under 30, you know he's got a lead, right? So for all of the wins... He's thrown the ball less than 30 times. For the uh, for the loss, he was into the 40s. If he throws in the 40s, if Phillip Rivers has got to throw the ball 40 times to keep you in a game, you got problems because that means you're operating as a def- at a deficit. And if you're in a deficit, you are going to lose games with Phillip Rivers as your quarterback. This is not Andrew Luck coming back from the dead against the Chiefs in the playoffs. That is not happening with Phillip Rivers. With Phillip Rivers, it's dink, dunk, manage, time of possession. All of those things are critical. And the most critical is you don't turn the ball over. Don't turn the ball over. You got a hell of a chance to win. That is the MO of Phillip Rivers. Number six, Julian Blackman is really, really good. I'm more comfortable with Julian Blackman at free safety than I was uh, with Malik Hooker. Not to speak ill of the injured, but Blackman has been a revelation at free safety. He brings his head to the ball, as he did yesterday a couple of times. Three passes defense, one interception. He was really good in a way that Malik Hooker has really not been very good, right? Malik Hooker's glory moment with the Colts was in the opener in 2019 against Phillip Rivers. In the end zone, goes up one-handed, goes and gets that pick. That was his moment. Julian Blackman looks to be a guy who's going to create many more moments for the Colts, many more defensive, excellent moments, whatever they call those in their meetings. He's going to create those. And and Blackman, as a third-round draft pick, everybody was a little bit scared off by the ACL, right? He was recovering from an ACL. It was said that at the earliest it was going to be mid-October, not so much. It was mid-September that he was playing, and now he's playing exceptionally well. And this speaks to what Chris Ballard does as the GM of this team. He evaluates uh, an athlete's ability to assimilate information and weave himself into the fabric quickly of the team. And that is what you've got in Julian Blackman. That's what you had in Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson and Ben Banigou and Bobby Okariki, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins, all these guys are really good teammates. They're all very, very smart And they all want to play football at a high level as a member of a team. They're not divas. Number five, injured wide receivers, they hurt. 
but not so much. Look at the guys that they've lost. Paris Campbell, all right? Paris Campbell, uh, 11.8 yards per catch. Michael Pittman, 8.1 yards per catch. They're, they're not, you got guys who are replacing them. Zach Paschal is doing a great job. Mo Ali Cox is terrific. T.Y. Hilton's been a little bit better of late. You got guys, Johnson was really, really good yesterday making that high point catch, right? They got enough wide receivers that they don't really benefit from a guy like Paris Campbell because Phillip Rivers can't throw him the ball deep anyway. What you want are guys who run precise routes, catch the ball, and can get yak. And that can be Paris Campbell, but not necessarily. You got guys who can do it at that level. So um, I, I don't think you really miss those guys. It hurts, but they have a bit of a glut at wide receiver, and that's a good thing. Number four, DeForest Buckner, he is exactly the three technique that was needed for this defense. You can see Justin Houston how much better he is this year, even though he was good last year. Better this year because he's got DeForest Buckner as his wingman at the three technique. And if you've got a great three technique, he demands double teams. And that means guys like Danico Autry in Houston and Banigou and uh, Taekwon Lewis and Muhammad and Grover Stewart. These guys are all going to be able to make plays. They And, and this is what Chris Ballard said to me during camp. We are not going to get pushed around. They're not getting pushed around. They're stopping the run as they did yesterday. The Bears, 28 yards running. If you hold the Bears to 28 yards rushing, that means that Nick Foles has got to beat you. And Nick Foles isn't capable of beating you. So the Colts, with the Forrest Buckner, really good defensive front. And uh, hopefully, oh, by the way, speaking of good play with the defensive front, that frees up the linebackers, right? That brings up Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard is questionable for this coming Sunday. So is Rocky Seen. Uh, Kerry is listed as out this Sunday. We'll see. He's got the hamstring. But Leonard and Yassine are questionable. We'll find out more at 4 o'clock when Frank Reich speaks to the media. Uh, number three, Rigoberto Sanchez has been a revelation. He's been magnificent punting the football. And if you're going to play a ball control game, you got to make sure that you win the field position battle. And Rigoberto Sanchez did that yesterday. Rigoberto Sanchez, look, look at who the Bears had returning kicks. Uh, Cordero Patterson is a game wrecker. He can go get you seven, right, if the ball is kicked to the wrong spot on the field at the wrong time. He didn't do squat yesterday. And Rigoberto Sanchez had a lot to do with that. Rigoberto Sanchez had not until yesterday had a ball go into the end zone. He hadn't kicked into a touchback punting. He hadn't punted into a touchback since the mid of September last year. And that wasn't his fault yesterday when the ball went into the end zone. He kicked it to Ted Ginn Jr. Ginn let it hit. The Colts, they didn't go get behind it, and the ball trickled into the end zone. If the Colts had done what they were supposed to do, that ball would have been down inside the five and the Bears would have started deep in a hole again. That's what Sanchez does. He puts opponents in a hole and the the Bears, if they can't run the football, they are not capable of going 90 yards to go get a touchdown and they're going to have a tough time going 60 so they can get a field goal. Number two, don't book your flight to Tampa yet. All right, the Colts are three and one. 
They've got wins against the Vikings, the Jets, and the Bears, three teams that are really unlikely to go to the playoffs, and they've got a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they definitively are not going to the playoffs. So this schedule has lined up really, really well for the Colts to do damage early. They've got another three games this weekend against the Browns. I think it's a tough challenge, but it's one they can win and should win. The Bengals, that's one they should win. The Lions, you got to be able to beat the Lions, right? And then the eighth game of the season is against Baltimore Ravens, and then it's going to get tough, and you're going to find out a lot about this team. How are they going to play in January, assuming they start, they play in January? That game against the Ravens is going to show us a lot about the Indianapolis Colts. That's critical. This is not a Super Bowl team, not yet. You know why? We've got a we've got a window of opportunity though, because they're set up to be good for a long time. They are really, really young. The Colts are. Chris Ballard has shown that he and his team can execute a draft each year that's going to stock that roster with workable pieces, if not really, really good pieces. And from a free agency perspective, they haven't missed. Phillip Rivers, good signing. DeForest Buckner, good signing. The the Colts have done the right thing at the right time to build this roster without overspending. Here's what's going to happen. You've got a revenue situation in the NFL where that salary cap is going to come down because of COVID-19, right? There are two teams in the NBA or NFL that are positioned to really take advantage of that. The Colts and the Patriots. Both have all kinds of cap room moving toward 2021. The Colts are going to be able to go get guys at bargain prices because they've got money under the cap. The other 30 teams, not the Colts, not the Patriots, but the other 30, they've got issues. And they're going to have to do some financial acrobatics in order to fit what they want to put together as a roster under the salary cap. The Colts, they have no issues like that whatsoever. They can go get guys if they want. They can extend guys if they want. They can take Brissett off the roster if they want. He's gone. His contract expires after 2020. They can do the same thing with Phillip Rivers if they choose to. If they think that Jacob Eason is ready to go as a starting quarterback for this team, they can peel Rivers off the roster. They have done what they've done in a really, really smart way. And they are going to benefit from it. But, like I said, don't book your flight to Tampa. Because this isn't a Super Bowl team right now. We'll see what happens. Maybe injuries are going to kind of skew the AFC in a way that all of a sudden the the Colts get kind of sexy in, in comparison to the Chiefs or in comparison to the Raiders, somebody of that ilk. But right now, it's not a Super Bowl team. And what, but what we do know is they are better than the Jets, the Vikings, and the Bears. And I think if they played the Jaguars today, they'd beat the hell out of the Jaguars too. We'll see if they're good enough to beat the Browns this weekend. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, 8.15 on, on Periscope and Twitter. It's a show so nice we do it twice. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. I cannot wait to talk to you then.